What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello, it hello. Feels so much better to have conversations in person because I now I feel like just sitting down, having a conversation, and people can just be a part of it. But over the phone, you know, it's funny when I was in when I was like neck deep in commercial real estate. I was gonna say balls deep, and I was like, I'll just say, <laughs> so I should say up to my neck and <laughs> neck deep. Um, I used to make so many cold calls, and I told we've had conversations about this, but I remember, yeah. stro- like, if I sit down, in you front cold of somebody, called me while you were neck deep in commercial real estate. I did, dude. That's exactly why I did it too, because I was like, well, I'm just in my groove. Um, but I was gonna say, there's, ne- I hate, like, I'll go sit down in front of anybody and have a, a conversation about anything with anybody. I don't care who you are. For some reason on the phone, it just always has felt so unnatural. I think it's because when you're in person, you can like pick up on people's energy and like yeah. see their facial expressions. And that's kind of how like at least I like guide a conversation. When you're on the phone, you strip all of that. So yeah. then you just feel super like, you know, you're just talking into a phone and you don't know what the other person is yeah, truly what thinking they look or like, feeling. Like, are they just yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, seriously. They could be, you have and no this, idea. And then sometimes you'll say something and you kind of wait on a response and it's like this awkward thing, whereas if you're yeah. in person, you could already kind of gauge what they're and thinking. And you can see if they're sitting there like thinking or if they're just staring at you. And yeah. you would then like, you know, reply or say something again. Yeah, I'm kind of at this point in my life where I really don't like being on my phone. Like any conversation I have, I really just want to be in person. And of course, I, I have to make phone calls and I FaceTime people and stuff. But yeah. I just I, I'm at this point where I just try to stay off my phone as much as possible and just be in person in real life with people. And it's kind of tough because I am like my buddy literally just called me. I'm like, yo, I'm about to hop on the podcast. I can't talk. And he's like, bro, I've called you four times this week and I haven't gotten back to him because I'm like, I'm so present in the moment now. It feels great, but you got to manage both. You really do in today's age. Yeah, it's tough. And of course, with all that's done in social media, I mean, man, social media. How is it that that documentary came out? What was it called? The The social social dilemma. The social dilemma. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Oh, no way. I'm deleting everything off my phone. Yeah. This is terrible. They're literally trying to manipulate me. Yeah. I mean, I was one of those <laughs> everybody's people. Back, yeah. Everybody's back to it. I was one I'm of like, those people. hey, guess what? They told you what they're doing and they're you still, still letting them yeah. do it. Well, they tell us that's every time good, we sign the terms and conditions. That's how good they are doing There's that, actually though. another documentary I've heard called Terms and Conditions, which just the name of it sounds like so interesting. I would love to, to watch that. I don't know where it is, um, but... Yeah, it, it's kind of wild how we fall into that trap. Speaking of social media, that's something that we definitely need to prioritize in the next week or two, considering all that we've done. Yeah, man, it's been a lot. You, who wants to dive in? We had so. How long have you been here? I'd say this is day number eight. So I got here last Saturday, and when mm-hmm. I got here, you basically said, "Hey, what's up? Here's the space," and then you took off. <laughs> I said, "Here's some that, keys so you can get in and out." Yeah, and I'm I out. slept here in the gym for three nights, mm-hmm. um, and went surfing a time or two, and just kind of hung out and explored Jacksonville a little bit. Yeah, you showed back up. We got right to it, and now, eight days later, we have a full fledged gym in there. Which the only thing that's missing is like a plyo box. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, we have literally everything you could need to work out which we're going to be using it for the next couple weeks until we officially open and it's uh it's crazy it's crazy that we got that done in a week and it doesn't seem like much like oh you just had to go like go buy gym equipment but it was a process waiting on the flooring and and waiting to be able to drill down the gym because you know you have privates and we got to move into the house and there's like all these different tasks that had to get done yeah meantime and it it was kind of wild how it took the full week to get that gym built out it it really did even though it's it's smaller we have two squat racks and and dumbbells and all that 
it it took that time. There, there's a lot that went into it. Oh, I think it's like anything else that we've done, which a lot of people probably don't expect. When you it said comes this two to, days ago. I already know what you're going to say. Is it always takes longer than you think. Everything in life. Two day, yeah, two everything days ago you said that. Everything in life. Yeah, and everything it's does. just so true. I feel like that's a piece of information I would pass on to somebody who's yeah. like, like hey, Biggest piece of advice if, if you want to start anything. If I'm, if I'm going to start doing my own thing and I want to set this, whatever it is, just expect that it will take so much longer. Even if you say, I'm going... 110% on this thing as as much as possible 24/7 it'll take it'll take twice as long than you think if you were to just kind of like do it as you go thinking oh I'll get it set up as I go it's going to take 10 times longer than right, you think right right so this was something that we obviously came in we hammered on we got it done and it's i mean yeah. Last night I was standing in there and I went to go like pause the the music cuz Kirk and I were leaving and I would plug in the iPad I literally walked out there and was like whoa it's crazy yeah no and i know all <laughs> the cheerleaders insane. that show up today and tomorrow they're just gonna be like what's happening like or yeah. i guess just today um just like what like last time they were here it was just a kitchen table two bar stools <laughs> that did not match and concrete flooring now they're gonna walk in and there's a full-fledged gym yeah and it's really nice yeah well it's so nice it, so to the point that i just made i want to give people an analogy because i think this would be something that they can connect to well if you're somebody that went to college and especially somebody who went to college in a different city than you grew up. So you're truly first time kind of on your own. I feel like starting a business, especially like this, this experience we just had was very similar to that in that you get to college and you're kind of like, okay, now what? Who's going to tell me what to do and where to go? Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> That was my exact experience <laughs> and, and, when and I got a there. A lot of people have that, which is why it's such a great, it's such a period of growth because you start to realize like, Oh, mom and dad aren't gonna tell me what to do for my entire life. Like I gotta decide. My professor like, is not gonna give me a, a due date, a reasonable due date on the assignment. It's a it's a month out. Like I, when do I start I, this? Right, I have to decide when I want to wake up. I ha obviously, if you have class, like you know when you gotta wake up. But like, you could wake up thirty minutes before you could wake up two hours before. You could decide to go here for lunch or cook your own lunch. You could, you know what I'm saying? Like it, now, all these decisions that were made for you living in your parents' house aren't made for you. You have to make them. And when it comes to setting something up like this, like we just did, I feel like it's the same feeling of like, we got all the gym equipment, we got the warehouse, and now I feel like we're just standing there like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the equipment's here, like, <laughs> now what? How do we configure the rig? Is it a square? Should we mount it to the wall? Should we have two separate things mounted to the wall? Should we have the rig in the middle of the floor? Like, yeah. where should we put the, and it's like, you're sitting here being like, dang, I thought once we got here, it would just kind of like, it happened, yeah, like, it would just be can there. Can we YouTube this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all, it's on you, and it's, it's such a great, like, I mean, I learned, I personally, I love it. I love being like, all right, let's figure this out, yeah, yeah. because nobody's going to help us. Uh, I mean, but I've it's, never it's, drilled into concrete before, and we did that last night. Like, that was cool. It was yeah, way easier no, than I could have learned, expected. Oh, man, you learned so much. But that's for anybody who, do, you know, is – I like to constantly kind of, like, go back to this because I feel like we do have a decent audience of people who, you know, hopefully are like, man, I, I want to do something. I want to do something different. I want to do what I want to do. Uh, and and that is something that is that you'll you'll realize really quickly that nobody's going to hold your hand nobody's going to tell you what to do if you want to start your own thing you're going to stand there like a deer in headlights multiple times and just go 
So <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you decide so, every aspect your decision. of it. Yeah, like, every aspect of it is your you decision. You just have to realize that as yeah. early on in the game as you can, and you'll move way faster because you won't wait. You'll go. This is up to me. So why don't I just decide now, as yeah. opposed to like pondering for three days and then going, ah, I just got to make a decision. Just do it. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So that was something that actually came up when um, my mom and I and and my aunt were all getting the the coffee trailer going. Is yeah. the cappuccinos there's two main ways that cappuccinos are made there's like the traditional way which has a ton of foam on top and a little bit of steamed milk inside the cappuccino yeah and then there's the modern cappuccino which is basically just a small latte it's just right. basically a latte with less milk yeah. it's an eight ounce drink <laughs> instead of a 12 ounce drink well we were in this dilemma because when they got trained at their barista training they were trained to make the traditional cappuccino and i was right. like yo I don't ever order cappuccinos like that and and I wouldn't. So I, I think we should do the modern cappuccino. And it was this whole deal. And at the end of the day, it didn't matter which one we served. We just had to make a decision exactly. and roll with it. And after like a couple days of talking, we ended up deciding like, look, whenever somebody orders a cappuccino, which isn't that often, we'll just say, hey, look, we normally make the modern cappuccino, but if you prefer the traditional cappuccino with more foam on top, we can make that too. Yeah. Boom, decision made. But that's just something that, you know, some places don't offer you that. You just show up to a coffee shop, you get a cappuccino and they give it to you how you want. In yeah. Houston, it was yeah, yeah. always a modern cappuccino. I got one the other night here and it was this big glob of foam on top. I still enjoyed it, but yeah. completely different. And yeah. so those are like the decisions Like you decide. It doesn't matter what we serve. We decide and then we give it to them. Yeah. And that's... That's where I think to get, you know, more technical in the business side of things that you do want to do some, you know, consumer research. You want to like look into your demographic and try to see if you can get customer feedback on things because obviously if you're trying to attract new customers, you want to know like, hey, hey, y'all, like, would you prefer a modern cappuccino mm -hmm. or would you prefer traditional? And, you know, post a poll on your story or something, get some feedback and go, oh, the majority of people said modern. Okay, great. Well, that's what we'll start with. Right. But I do think that uh the found you know bottom line is like it's up to you and if you have a preference and it's your thing then chances are the right decision is what you want because after all when you create anything that's that's you on your own what you're really doing is creating the thing that you like and you're sharing it with other people yeah, so yeah. if you like the modern cappuccino wow. make that your thing and be yeah. like hey no i love I modern do. cappuccinos I want to make it and share it with you all. So, you know, sorry, but you're not getting, you're not getting the traditional here. Then you got to, you got to learn to like stick to that and not be too focused on what other people want because that might not be your ideal customer in that case. Gosh, I'm trying to think of, of where that came up, where it's like, I mean, well, you the, said the, screw you, take this cappuccino regardless. Well, well, no, 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 it didn't happen Just in practice. I, in like a video or something, some successful entrepreneur was talking about it because there uh -oh. is this balance between you do want to provide customers with what they want because it is really all about them yeah but at the same time you want to believe in what your product is and what right. you really like right. so much that they want what you, exactly. you have right and and you really you want to love what you're providing yeah the way you put that of you know really when you're starting a business it's you're you're doing something because you like it and you're just sharing it with other people and that is what completely drove hybrid like all weekend when you showed up that yeah. first weekend was like we want to create this so that we can enjoy it with other people yeah. so that we can all enjoy this thing it's not about us making money it's like let's all do this together let's yeah. all do more yeah. with our lives together yeah and, and that's that's what motivates me I, I'm not motivated. I mean, I hate to say it, like I do love service and I love the fact yeah. that we're going to provide something that people love and it makes them feel good. And I, and that's going to make me feel so good. But I'm motivated by doing it all together, not just just giving and me being drained every day, burn out because all we do is work to make everybody else happy. Like, yeah, I want us exactly. all to come together and enjoy this exactly. thing. Exactly. That, that I think is a absolute pillar for longevity. 
in whatever you do. I told Sophie's dad yesterday, one of our athletes, she was in here, she had a private, her dad was there with her, and um, first person to use the couch, by the way, which made me so happy, because really? I bought that couch in the front room, and he's a businessman, so he's on the phone, and he walked in here, we're playing music, obviously, so he walks out, and he's like, wow, this place is badass, and then he went in here, took a phone call, and he was really? just chilling on the couch the whole night, like, talking, like, he got, I was like, this man got, like, three phone calls, like, back to back to back, I was like, okay. It was his first time in the gym? First time in the gym, yeah, and so, um, I, I that couch has been sitting there, and nobody's used it yet, but we also, like, we're not done with everything, Yeah. Um, so that made me happy, but I told him last night, right before they were leaving, he was like, you guys really got something here. Like, this is awesome. Really? And I was like, you know what's funny about it, man? A lot of this is like, this is just as much for us as it is the athletes. Yeah, it was yeah. like, this is like, I mean, the we feeling created that he... what we wanted. And obviously the athletes are going to benefit immensely from it. And it's what they want as well. It's what the parents want for them. But yeah. I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, half of this is selfish. Like, this yeah, is yeah, very seriously. selfish. Yeah, no, it really and is. And it just speaks to us wanting to, you know, provide people what, you know, we, we were just sharing what we're passionate about, what we love with other people. I mean, I look at that that gym equipment that we have in there and I'm just like, I just can't wait to be in there and like use it and, and use it with y'all and with everybody that's here. That's right. that's how I feel about it when you say it's just as much about, you know, us as everybody else. You know, that feeling that he got when he walked in and he was like, oh, wow, this is badass. Yeah. I feel that every single time I open that door agree, and walk man. in the gym that I felt it the first time. I feel it every time. And even more now that we have that equipment in there, it feels like. Boom. It's like 90% complete now. It feels yeah. like, you know, we got to do the upstairs, but you walk in now and it's like a unit. Everything is super cohesive now. All the flooring is black everywhere. There's very little concrete showing. It's, it is together and it feels cool, man. Yeah, it feels awesome. And the amount of work that went into that, I know we wanted to talk about that a little bit just because we want a lot of transparency on here. It just, I want it to be something that people understand that it doesn't necessarily take some sort of like special talent or special knowledge or special discipline or motivation. You know, we're regular people who just decided to go all in on something that we really loved. Is it a lot of work? Absolutely. Am I glad I did it? Absolutely. Would I do it again? Yes, 100%. But where I feel like people, what pe I feel like people need to understand about it is that even though it's like it's really difficult and there's a lot that goes into it, it's all super, super rewarding. And the specific details vary from business to business. So that's why I like to talk about sort of the fundamentals of, you know, getting things started on your end. But I, I mean, we moved in here on November 1st, technically, is when we occupied the space. We didn't have cheer mats down until like December. December like first week of December because by the time I got in here and was cleaning out and getting all that done finally ordered the cheer mats and those got down didn't have gym wall padding until you know the end of December which is up now and you know here we are now at the end of a January and we have yeah I mean a full-fledged gym dude the change is crazy but it, it, along every step of the way it's just kind of weird how things fall into place and I think we've talked about this, but Kirk and I say it all the time just because, you know, he was here when it's empty. And now looking at what we have, I'm like, man, I just, there's something about seeing what the space looks like now and just knowing that this was supposed to happen. Like 100% because this is too perfect. Yeah, no, it is. It I is. I couldn't have imagined. I couldn't it. have sat down with somebody and designed and it mapped better. this out better nope. than the way it looks and there was all kinds of road bumps and speed bumps getting here which is why i want to address this because i feel like people will come into this space and hopefully everybody gets to come to the space especially people who listen to this podcast yeah no we'll i get want to come to the space to come. and experience what we're talking about yeah but when you come in here i guarantee you people are going to look and just be like 
wow, this must have just been the execution here was perfect. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was so many ups and downs. There was so many speed bumps. There was so many like, oh my god, like oh shit moments. But here we are, you know, we knew where we were heading and we did not stop. We did not get too knocked off path by that. And and you're always going to have that no matter what you're doing, you know. So we talked about opening a gym about six months ago. We gave ourselves a year. Here we are six months later and we have a gym. So I've had about six months to visualize what this gym might look like. And none of my visualizations looked as good as this looks right now, uh, yeah. which is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Like, it's so mind-blowing that it turned out so much better than we could have imagined. Yeah. The, the branding is just amazing. It is so much more bold and present than I could have imagined. I, I don't, maybe because I've never seen a gym like this and been in a gym that is so clean and branded so well so and clean. so cohesive. It's so clean and it's so cohesive. Like everything yeah. about our brand is in, in here is so cohesive. Like you feel like you're in this place when you're yeah. in there. And, and that's what we've been wanting since day one. I'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast and it's here and it's like even more than I could have imagined. It's wild for anybody listening. you like, feel free to swing on by just like shoot oh, us a text, absolutely. Instagram message, whatever. Come on by. Like, let's do it. Yeah, like, let's hang out. It's, yeah. it's, it's a dollar a lift. So if you're doing curls, like <laughs> it gets expensive. I'd be going for like, <laughs> I'd go for like one rep max. Hey, if you're gonna hey, <laughs> every time you move away, it's going to be $1. <laughs> no, I just love being able to have this here to use for like, I mean, like we've said, almost selfishly, you know, but to just be able to have people, I'm I'm very, very collaborative. And I feel like we talked about collaboration early on, but co collaboration has been so big at every step. And I'll give a story really quick that pertains to exactly what we have out here. Kevin D'Amico. I don't know if we talked about him last time and the relationship no, there, but I'll share the story briefly. So we bought all of the gym equipment from a place called Strength Depot. And I would highly recommend anybody who might be looking for fitness equipment. Kevin's a great guy. Strength Depot, really good stuff. It is. It's I, nice. It's really nice. I to tell a funny story about how, you know, life's all about connections and who you know and how things are always relationships will always continue to resurface down the road. When I was in commercial real estate, I walked past what was called what's called Urban Grind every day. Um, going from the parking garage to my office in downtown Jacksonville. <clears throat> and this coffee, when I got there, it was in the middle of COVID, so nothing was open. And I walked past and I was like, man, I would love to just be able to stop in here and grab a cup of coffee or at lunch or on a break, just run and grab coffee. But it was closed and I, I was just like, dang, one day I'm walking out of work. It's like five o'clock. I'm running late, actually, because I had to go do stunt privates out at the beach. And I, I see somebody in there. and I was like, wait a second. There's life inside of Ur Urban Grind. I need to see what this is about. So I go in there and turns out it's the owner. I knock on the door, he unlocks it, I come in. I'm like, hey man, sorry to just like drop in on you. I know you're not open, but uh, you know, my name's Bondi. I've been walking by this place for a few months now. I own a coffee roasting company. Like I've wanted to come in here, try the coffee and talk to you. And he, we just talked for like 45 minutes. But anyways, him and I ended up building a relationship in commercial real estate. He owns, you know, he owns multiple businesses. He wanted a second location for Urban Grind. So I was like, yeah, I'll do, you know, I'll do some searches for you. And, and so I got to know him pretty well. And then here Ryan and I are post me in real estate. This is after the fact we're digging on Facebook marketplace, Craigslist, all kinds of like uh, different fitness equipment distributors looking for equipment like 
far and w- everywhere. Yeah, we've been doing it for like six months. Everywhere. Yeah, looking, looking. And then finally, Ryan's like, yo, I found this place in Jacksonville that's got really good prices. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they, really and they good posted prices. on Facebook Marketplace is how I right. saw. Yeah, they were like on there as well. Right. And we we have, we've, we we know the price of weights. We know what's good. We know what's bad just because of how much we looked at oh, yeah. fitness equipment. So when Ryan said they got good prices, I knew they had good prices. I was like, oh, okay, they got good prices. But anyways, he sends me a screenshot of the listing on Facebook Marketplace, and it says contact seller. And it's like Kevin. It's Kevin D'Amico. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I know him. Yeah, the this owner was, of the coffee this shop. This was a week the, ago. The owner of, ago. of Urban Urban Grind. Which I and I've known him now. I mean, eighteen months, a year and a half, maybe two years. So I mean, this this goes back. And so I I literally was like, yo, I will text him right now. I have his phone number. Like I'll text him. And sure enough, I, I text him and he says, hey, man, like, absolutely, I'll be at Strength Depot all day tomorrow, like, roll in. So the very next day, we go in there and purchased basically 90% of our gym. Yeah. So it's really crazy how that all works. And and we're very grateful for that. But that's kind of one of those things that you can't really anticipate it. And if you're working towards, like I said, you know, confidently moving towards that vision that you have – Things the start stuff, to just yeah, fall yeah, no, in they place, do. and it's really they do. crazy. It's no, really it is. Crazy it's been nonstop it with this. I wish I could think of because I remember I would call you almost on a daily basis, like, bro, you won't believe who I met and like what kind when of advice. In Texas, they I feel like that was every other day. It was one of us would say, "Yo, you have no idea the com." Yeah. I mean, look at the conversation I had with uh, Pete Newsom, who yeah. I definitely want to have on the podcast. Yeah, owns. I mean, I think the company's valued at like fifty to seventy million dollars. He started it himself. He's a Florida State grad. But he, I had a job interview lined up with him, and he basically, moral of the story, this is on one of the podcasts, but he, he was like, yo, you're too young to not pursue that dream. Because yep. I told him about, like, this, and he yeah. was like, he said, don't come work for me. You need to go do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, he said, you can work for me if you want to. I would love to hire you, but you need to go do that. I was like, wow. Yeah. That was powerful to have somebody literally say that to me yeah. during an interview. Yeah, it's it was like all the time. I remember I was on a bike and I was biking near downtown Houston and I saw this this group called Sphere and I had known about them since I moved to Houston for two and a half years and and the owner of Sphere happened to happen to be there and be a part of the workout and he's like, hey man, come on, come join. And I just remember how welcoming he was and how fun it was to do that in a park with that group of people it was just ridiculously inspiring. I mean, it was the type of inspiring that I really needed to continue to drive the vision for what I want with hybrid. Yeah, This is going to be so much more than the physical space. We are definitely going to be doing things in other places outside the physical space, especially group activities. And 100%. I just love it. And, and the way he was so welcoming to me, I mean, this is the owner of the company. They're in many, many, many different states. This is a very successful company. He could have had an ego. He didn't have to be doing the workout with them, but he was there and he was welcoming. And I've never felt so welcome to do something. And it, it it was so inspiring. And that was just one of those things where it's like, dang, like it's just over and over and over again, something would happen that would just drive the vision and drive the progress. And then here I am, I send you a screenshot like, hey man, these weights are really good price. We should probably check this out. And you said, Kevin, like I know him. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, this guy? Was, and you're like, yeah, like let me text him. So, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he, he, you literally zoomed in on the picture and was like, is it this? Or like sent me his yeah. profile picture. I was yep. like, that is Kevin. Over and over <laughs> and over again, it just happens, man. And, and 
it, it's awesome. It's it's a blessing. And that's how we know we're on the right path. I called my mom I'm like, yo, this, this is how I know. Because it used to happen all the time. And then we took a break when I was helping with the coffee trailer and you were more focused on hybrid cheer. But now that we're back in full swing with this, it's here like, we here, here we are again. Like and the it, stuff keeps happening over and over again. And I think that there's a caveat there. If you're starting a business, you know, for profit, and that's your goal is monetary value, or I guess just maximize profits, maximize revenue. You know, there's different business models that you can run and and it's stuff like e-commerce stores and there's all kinds, I mean, that's literally one of a hundred thousand. Uh, but there's things where you can set, go into a business and be strategic and tactful and set up a business that's just meant to generate money. I feel like, and this is just a theory of mine, that when you are doing something like that, you're not going to experience what we just talked about. That experience of having those those pieces of the puzzle just fall in place, I feel truly comes from a passion project. It's something that you truly love and it is who you are. You start to really see signs like every day around every corner. Maybe your true passion is just starting companies that are going to you know generate revenue, but I just feel like in that sort of like very, um, you know, corporate setting or I should say structured corporate setting or just structured business setting, you don't really get a lot of that. Um, but when you're doing your own thing and trying to start something, I just feel like that's when and you truly love it and care about it. I feel like that's when you start to be like, wow, things are just happening. I feel so fortunate. But to me, it's almost like a sign of life that, hey, this is your path like keep doing this thing oh that's exactly you're how i feel about it I feel, that, that's, that's how, how i feel too I, I feel like it's just like yo you're on the right track you're on the right track like keep going and keep that's going. why i feel like i want to encourage people and we want to encourage people to do more and do do something different because if in unless you do you're you might not ever find that but if you branch out you might be like whoa i just randomly started doing this thing because i wanted to and and all of a sudden, there's just all these weird like signs, and things are just happening quickly. It's like, hey, you found your thing. <laughs> you found your thing. It just hit me, man. I spent. I feel like I spent so much. It's been, it's such a distant memory. But when I was working at Shell, I told so many people. I was like. This is definitely not fulfilling to me. I'm not sure exactly what I want to do, but I do definitely want to go off on my own eventually. And every time I would say the best way I could describe what I possibly want to do would be to own a gym. And, yes. and the reason was because I would love to be there and be a part of it and be able to interact with everybody there and like provide something awesome to them right. that they love and, and get to enjoy. And then I also get to enjoy it and be there and be present there with them. And here I am like... Six months after we said we were going to do it, here I am. It's kind of wild. It's just now hitting me. Like the thing that I thought was so far down the road, maybe five, ten years down the road, when yeah. I would tell people this and explain this to people, here I am. Like I'm six six months after we had a conversation, you know, the past two, two and a half, three years, I've been kind of talking about it, and here I am. Did I ever think I was actually going to like execute and open a gym? When I would say it, it was more of like a hopeful dream, you know, like in – yeah, you know what's funny is I actually want I've been meaning to wow. dig back through. I have a I have a journal that I literally write in every day that is um just jotting down goals. They, at one point in time if anybody's ever read Think and Grow Rich, there's, you know, their Napoleon Hill is huge on having a very 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 detailed paragraph outlining exactly what you want to accomplish at the exact date that you want to do it by and I did that for a long time and one of the things that I had written down was was opening a gym and I knew I have a list of life goals and and it's crazy because it's probably like 2018 2019 you'll see in my journal say I will open a gym 
and here we are. You know, is that the power manifestation? I don't know. Is me writing that down the thing that made this happen? I don't know. But all I know is like this has been a part of me for a while and before 2018 I knew I wanted to open a gym. It's just like to see it like written down and and see where I am right now is is pretty crazy. It's just one of those things that you're like, "Dang, that's there's something to that." And and it's just pretty wild to reflect on, man. I think in the past couple of years, my appreciation for working out has grown tremendously because as soon as I got into the workforce and started working nine hours a day, I realized how much like I, discipline it took to get into the gym. Because when I first yeah. started working, I would get home and Dude, like nap same. immediately. And I would not go like the first week or two, like I wouldn't go to the gym. I weighed 15 pounds heavier than I do heavier? now. Oh yeah, I was fifteen Bro, pounds I was heavier 15 than pounds I am now. Lighter. No, oh, I was yeah, I was heavier, and I I had some fat I needed to lose, and and I remember how tough Getting it was chunky. to get in the gym. Yeah, yeah. dude, I I was a little You're chunky, puffy. I was, I was. No, seriously, I I shaved my beard and I was horrified. That's like I. <laughs> You said, oh no. No, I swear, bro. Oh, I almost cried because I was so like, oh funny. no, like I have no structure in my face. Like I'm kind of puffy. Yeah, the and conversation, like, am I fat? No, seriously. <laughs> seriously, I did. And I didn't realize it when I had a beard because it covered so much. And it, you so look with crazy. a little extra weight when you have a beard, it, it looks good. But. <laughs> My appreciation has grown so much and, and my passion for wanting to open a gym has grown because yeah. I I now know that, oh, like going to the gym is about so much more than looking good, but it's about overcoming that resistance and that yes. resistance exists all over your yes. life. And if you can do it in the gym, that's such, as Jocko would say, it's a, it's one of the major tasks of the day, if not the most major task of the day you got to get done is yeah. to lift. And if you can do that, everything else is like, well, I, I can do that too. Like, and the resistance starts to fade and, and I'm, I'm so happy that we get to provide that for for people and uh, you know as i was dreaming about having a gym and being able to serve people through owning a gym and serve people with something awesome that they like never could have imagined that it would be this good <laughs> that's hit the nail on the head man you can't i can't even imagine i never like i said in a million years could have pictured that this is what we would have as our first time around like this template is going to be exactly what we use now moving forward. I figured it would have taken us a couple iterations of like that was our first gym, man. You remember that? Like, <laughs> like and hopefully we thought. do feel that way. And, and hopefully I do because if we do, hundred percent. But and yeah, maybe we look back and we're like, man, we thought we had it figured out there. Like, yeah. God, like, look like, at what we got look now. At, look at this yeah. now. And, yeah. and obviously that is the goal. But it's just like. And maybe it is, you know, it's the first one. We're obviously going to be like, wow, look at this. But I genuinely think that our gym, as far as just cleanliness and look and organization, and all that would stack up against anybody in Jack, uh, anybody like anywhere any gym, any gym. Anywhere. no this is i've been to a, a lot I'm of gyms insane, and i would actually. prefer to work out here than than any other I one just, and that's not me being biased the vibe and, and honestly it's insane you know, personally obviously with like the cheer floor right there and everything of course makes that like uh yes but it just this just from here over the gym that we have it's like i love the the way that it's set up no, it's awesome it. it's awesome it's awesome the look you know, Mike, I, I, I was a little, I remember I talked to you about this months ago. I was a little concerned about like, should we have separation between the gym and the cheer floor? Because I just didn't know like how that they're they're in a way they're very different. So I'm like, I don't know what that'll do for the atmosphere. But when I look over at the cheer floor with hybrid cheer on the wall and the black and the white and everything, it's all like a unit and it's very bold. Like I said, it's a very strong brand. Like the hybrid cheer yeah. brand is not, it's, it's, it fits with the gym. Like yeah. it's this, it's this kind of intense, intense isn't quite the right word, but it's just like, um, like premium feeling yeah. this, like 
um, gosh, High like quality. elite, like yeah, elite. elite, like yeah. it has this elite feeling. Our brand has this elite feeling and the cheer part. It all ties in so well. I mean, I love being on the mats. I love stretching on the mats. I love, yeah. I love it. Like I feel, I don't feel like I'm in a different place. It's all like elite and it's, right. like, it's really cool. Right. It's a cool experience. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's really awesome. I'm excited to see where it goes. I actually want to back up really quick just because I hate when I think about this after a podcast and then I'm like, man, I wish I, I said that there cause I was thinking it. But when I said that people uh, with the passion projects and like a more of a like corporate structured business, uh, I want to say this: if it is your true path, like you might find that that you know job at at a prestigious law firm or something like that is your true passion project. Oh, for and, sure. And, and I just want to say that because I didn't want it to sound like the passion projects only exist when you for do your own thing. For yeah, entrepreneurs, yeah. a passion project can be in the form of anything, but. It's just that sort of underlying, like things fall in place for you, where it's like, okay, you're you're on the right path. Somewhere. Right, you're, you're working towards something good. I, I truly believe that's a sign from life. Call it what you want, but that's just something telling you continue down this path. Yeah, that was bugging me, so I just wanted to throw. That <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely got to be careful because we don't want people to think like, oh, the entrepreneurial way is the only way because that's it, not right, true. or that we're knocking a traditional job. Like yeah. we're not knocking a traditional no, not job at all. It wasn't for me. It's not for you. This is our passion project, but you might have, and I don't. When I'm, I'm going to stop calling it passion project, but you could be the most passionate person about going and being a Wall Street lawyer like that. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, right. obviously. And I don't feel even need to. Fe I don't feel that I need to say that specifically, but I just felt like I I made it sound like entrepreneurship was the only way to have like a passionate you know right. thing that you're working right. towards. Yeah, it can be anything. I I think the one of the biggest signs that this is right for us is how much you and I align on exactly what we want. You're like, yeah, we have little disagreements here and there. Hey, should we keep this dumbbell or actually not? And, and you're like, hey, <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm like, let's return the dumbbell rack. And you're like, no, let's just put some let's tape on it. We put tape puppy. on it. It worked. But then but then yeah. I show up at Strength Depot and they have the sickest dumbbell rack I've ever it seen. Was and then it's and like, for, yo, let's just get it. I mean, when you're talking about what we have and like what we spend on equipment for another hundred dollars that yeah. thing out there yeah oh it's insane it's that's so where you say again premium elite quality yeah. feel that is yes. going to be what fits in this place yes yeah. absolutely and so but on every aspect of what we want to do and and what we want the experience to be here we align on and, and that to me is like it makes it easy to keep moving forward even though i have like so many questions and so many i guess like fearful doubts i don't want to say legitimate doubts but fearful doubts all the time about the next steps but i'm like well like we are both moving in the exact same direction on this. Yes. So I know I have somebody right next to me with the exact same intention, the exact same goals, and we'll support each other and do this thing. Right. And right. I, I really do wonder, you know, because there's so many businesses that fall apart because business partners can't get aligned on what they're doing. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm like, well, I wonder if we'll ever get there. It feels like probably not on anything major because we both know exactly what we want. And I wonder, like, I think I, I want to give people the advice of, Whenever you're going to start something, you should find somebody that's, that's well, for one, having a partner is tremendously, exponentially helpful. Oh, but yeah. the other is find one that you're, like, both of you are really aligned on the vision. But it's but I it, wonder I how, say, how hard is that to I do, would, I, but I honestly, wonder. I don't think that it's the vision. I, perp I, I really don't think it's vision. I think that we are aligned at a, a like, on life. We have the same yeah. outlook on life. No, yes, and, yes, yes. And I think that is why we align on this because we both – 
Well, this is our same. life. It's true. Like we're and building out our life we, through we this. We have tied the two together. But yeah. I, I think that if you are trying to start something and do want to have a partner that you need to make sure that you have, we have all the same habits. We have all the same, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Outside of this, we ha- kind of live the same li- lives. Yeah. You know, we, we wake up early. We, we have to-do lists. We ha- we're very schedule oriented. We like to have plans. We like to get things done. We're yeah. productive. We like exercise. You know, we like to eat healthy. We like that's, we're very much the same in yeah, that regard. No. Yeah. So when it comes to what we want this to be, I think that's why it's just, yeah. it's just to say it's fits. And I don't know what to tell people because I don't know how hard that is to find. I mean, I'll say this. I spent two and a half years in my job kind of bored. You Cole call me out of nowhere and then it happened. Like, I I don't know how, like, I can't think of anybody else that I could do this with. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, I can. It, it would be like people just be a little too different. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. not quite disciplined enough or they don't care quite about the same things or their passions might lie in a little bit different area, you yeah. know? And, and I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell people because I also couldn't imagine I'm very independent, but I couldn't imagine me doing this myself. Like this is a lot. It's a lot. Now maybe after doing it, I could say, yeah, I could open up another gym right. by myself, but right. going through the first iterations, it would be very painful. Like, like, it's vi- like man. very hard. Yeah. You know, I mean, you basically got hybrid shear off the ground yourself. I mean, I, I sold my car. <laughs> you what? I sold my car. Like there's, there's, you know, the forerunner. No, bro, I never that's literally it. like a good majority of what funded the ability to actually what? get the space open. No way. Yeah. So we, we <laughs> I didn't had, know that. Oh, what? That's heck, crazy. It's a whole story. We should, we should honestly probably talk about like making things work and starting your own because this was a great, like, you know, having a vision and being disciplined and believing in yourself and letting the vision develop. But yeah, when it comes to like the specific strategy of getting things started, like, again, I don't want people to come here and ever think like, oh, wow, like this, look at this, this is so great. This is, uh, don't take it for what it is. Like, yes, we worked hard and yes, you're going to assume we worked hard, but it's like, you don't know like all the barriers we had to overcome. And I feel like it's very easy for people to be like, oh, wouldn't that be nice? Like, to be able to be in that position now, it's like, yeah, we, I fought tooth and nail to get this where it is today. And we just so happened, I'm very, very fortunate for this. And I can tell this quick story, but we had, my mom bought a car because she has a house in Connecticut and we had a small little townhouse in, in Kissimmee where Jen and I were living. But she, she, she needed a car basically in two places so that she could just fly to Florida and then go to work. So she bought a little Honda Civic. And we had three cars parked at the townhouse forever. And I called her and was just like, would you be opposed to me selling my car and just like using yours for the time being? She was just like, I think it's a brilliant idea. So I literally sold my car, took the cash, and that's the majority of what you see here. (laughs) Yeah, because I knew I was going to need... I was gonna need some cash to get things off the ground. I I had to pay deposits on this warehouse. I had to buy the cheer mats to at least have something to start getting people in here. So I I was very frugal, but I knew like I need I need a lump sum of money and and I didn't feel like going and getting a loan. So I just like I said, I'm very fortunate that I had a car and my mom had an extra car that I that I'm currently using. But that's it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's not all like. You got to just like make I saw that as the best means of me doing this and I did it and I have zero regret about doing it because we're in a position now where we're on the up and up. So, you know, I'll I'll worry about everything else in a little bit, but, you know, it got me to where we are and and you got to do stuff like you got to be creative, you know. 
Man, well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah. I feel like I, that, that selling was, the car. Yeah, yeah, sold it. Um, yeah, didn't sleep in it, just sold it. So it didn't get to that point. I, I slept in the warehouse though. I, I slept in the warehouse. I slept in my truck the week before when I went camping. I just slept in the back of my truck. The warehouse is more comfortable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was great. I, I think people have a great idea of, of where we are now and, and what's and they have next. a little bit of look into what we've done to get here just because of. Oh, I mean, that was a little quick story at the end there, but I mean, there's a lot like that. I feel like on your end as well, like sacrifices we've made and things we've had to do to just what? get things going. Yeah, you talking about selling your car really reminded me of, it makes me think about a lot of people have reasons why they won't leave their job that are typically monetary. Oh, yeah, so so absolutely. now if you have kids and all that stuff, that's completely different. Okay. Yes. But, but if there's like, oh, well, this bonus or this or that, it's like, I left a probably about a $13,000 bonus to leave just, I think it was like two or three weeks early. If yeah. I just would have waited a couple more weeks, maybe four weeks, I would have gotten $13,000 just bloop, deposited right in my bank account. But I left early because I knew I had to get here to get this going. Yeah, and if I didn't- set you back a month. Yeah, all those lessons that I learned in the coffee trailer never would have happened or yep. they'd be happening right now. We yeah. wouldn't be sitting here with this gym. And so right. I I'd never look back at that with regret. What I love to have- 13k in my bank account yeah but i knew that the vision and getting this going sooner was worth it i just yeah. knew i'm like no like i'm done with this life i'm done selling my time for money i'm gonna come over here and start doing what i'm truly passionate about yeah and that's a massive sacrifice it really is so that's a lesson right there people Sold his car and gave up 13K. 13K on the table. Left yep. it. That's how we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, you see all kinds of cool pictures and stuff on the Becoming Hybrid Instagram and the, and the Hybrid Cheer Instagram account and Bondi's big old muscles over there. It, it, there'll definitely be some shirtless pictures coming your way. Oh, absolutely. You'll, you'll see it right okay. over there in that gym. So uh, thank you all for tuning all right, in. All right, everybody. Until next one. All Peace right. out. Yep.